truth. You can't handle the truth. Talk the talk. Do you walk the walk? Good day, Active FM. Trust you all well. It's PK back here. It's on a Wednesday and I'm here with my friend. Luando, very, very excited, okay? And very cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cold. My voice is shaking. I don't know. When, I, when I'm cold, I normally feel nervous if I'm, I'm about to do something. So even now I'm trying to strengthen myself. So, so your body's shivering already <laughs> now when you talk, it's getting shivering. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to be strong. Awesome, awesome. So um, my friend, last week uh, during our conversation, you mentioned something and it's been sitting with me for quite a while. You know, just every now and again, it just pops up in my mind. You said we, we are fatherless nation, fatherless nation mm. meaning that, you know, people have babies. doesn't mean that they're the father. Yeah. And, and what happens is I've seen it so often and I've seen it even in churches where the, the guy goes, he sleeps with a woman, makes her pregnant and disappears. Yeah. And then that woman has to bring that child up. Mm. And then that child never really quite knows what it is to have a father. Yeah. But something popped into my head when you said that that day and we didn't have much time. Yeah. And my thoughts was this. We have a nation where 90% of the young people, and I'm going to speak around young boys and young girls, because mm. when I say him or her, just put it as children or yeah. young man, young woman, okay? And dealing with youth for the last 20 years, mm. I've realized something. Um, if you talk to young men, young women, and you ask them about their father, and they say, oh, no, my dad was never there. Or like my father, when I grew up uh, from about the age of 11, mm. he, when, when we finally left, he never paid one cent towards my upbringing. Yeah. So I put my mother in a position where she had to work three jobs. Mm. So we, the time I saw my mother would be the time when she would beat me because I'd done something wrong, you mm. see. <laughs> so because she wasn't there to see what I'm doing, she just knew that. And I was very naughty. And obviously, my mom not being at home, not having a dad, I, I was mm. on the streets. Yeah. And all my friends were five, six years older than me. So I tried to impress. So if there was something naughty to be done, hey, I'm your man. Mm. I didn't have an idea of, hey, there's consequences behind the stuff. Yeah. So I, I grew up with my older brother, almost being a father figure, but he also had his own issues. Yeah. So he would sort everything out with a fist fight. So we grew up fighting, shouting, going, you know, just berserk. Yeah. And then I thought about it and I was thinking of the young people that I've had pass through my life. And when you said that it's a fatherless generation or a fatherless nation, mm. My thoughts were this, do they want a father in their life? So many men, young men would come to our church, yeah. young girls, and they would come there and they, they find love there and they find that I treat them with respect. I, I really have a connection to young people, mm. okay? But then I'd say 90% of those young people would get to a point where they say, yeah, this guy could be my father, mm. even though... They're a different color. I'm pink. They're mm. a lighter shade of brown. <laughs> I know we always refer to black and white. Yeah. I've, I've never met a real black and yeah. white person. True. Unless we spray paint them. And so we have these different shades mm. of people. And yet they could take me as their father, right? Mm. Until I corrected them. Until mm. there was something that I had to challenge them on. 
then I was just this white person. Yeah. Who do you think I am? Yeah. So I've had uh, in myself as a pastor, I've been hurt many times by that mm. because there have been families in our church that I've been ministering. I was the pastor there for 16 years. Yeah. Those kids came in there two and three years old looking for a father. And I, f- I, I, I don't like to use the word father because yeah. Jesus even said, don't call any man father. Yeah. But I became, let's call it a father figure to them yeah. until they got old enough to tell me, hey, you're not my father. Mm. So when they were little babies, I could correct them. Yeah. It got to a point where we had a lot of the mothers in our congregation. Before they made any decision about their children, they would call us and they'd say to the child, go and speak to your mother and father at the church. And we'd give them direction. Many of them we supplied, and, and I don't like to say this, but I feel for the show, mm. we supplied most things that they needed. Yeah. Schooling, food, you know, rentals, that type of thing. Yeah. Because we felt the Lord said, help. When they got to a certain age, they rejected us Mm. outright. uh, To a point where the one specific family even used racial slurs towards Mm. me. They'd forgotten the 18 years. Now, I was hurt by it then, but I've dealt with it. I understood where it came from. There's hurts there that maybe other people have hurt them and they just took their frustration out of me. My thoughts were this when you said fatherless. Do they actually want a father? Do they just want somebody that's there to supply their needs because now they're short? So I'm looking at it and I'm saying, well, our nation is a nation of poor people. Yeah. Majority of pe- people in South Africa live under the bread line. Yeah. So yeah, I come along, I supply your bread, your place to live, and I love you. Ah, this, this is my father. Mm-hmm. And they would confess that, say, this is my father. Even though he's a, a pink person, he's my father. Mm. Till the day I've got to reprimand them. You're not my father. Mm. Who do you think you are? Mm. You white, blah, 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 fish yeah. paste, okay? Yeah. And, and I realized that it's very easy to say, well, I never grew up with a father and I had a father figure. But what was that father figure? Was he purely a place of supply mm-hmm. financially? Mm-hmm. What happens if there's no financial supply? What happens if there's only spiritual and love? Mm. Do you still honor that person for that same thing? Mm. And my answer to you is that people don't want fathers, they want suppliers. Yeah. Okay. They are a very small group of young people that would accept the fatherhood that is given. And there are many in my congregation that accepted that. And even through reprimand, they accepted that. Yeah. But there's many that don't. So our nation right now, Imagine if I could say to you, because you're 32, eh? 30. 30, sorry, but I gave you two years. <laughs> Maybe it's because you're cold today, you look a bit. Okay. So the 30 cold. years old. At the age of 30, you could be a father figure mm. or a role model to many, many, many young people, okay? Yeah. My question is this. Why are they going to take you as a father figure? Is it because you can maybe supply their schooling for a month or a year? What is it that draws that person to you as a father figure? Mm. And I can tell you now, if I gave you a hundred young teenagers, mm. age 13, I said to become a father to these, many will just accept you as a bigger brother. Mm-hmm. Some will just think you as hey, it's my China, my friend. Mm. Others are going to say, I can be a father figure. Out of that hundred, what percentage of those young people do you think will say one day when they are 25, 30, that that man was a father, more a father to me than my real father. Mm. I can tell you now, you'll be shocked at percentages. Mm. And again, I'm going to ask that question. 
do they want a father or are they just looking for someone to supply their mm. needs? There's a huge difference. And perhaps I made a mistake in that where I started to provide for them financially as mm-hmm. well. I shouldn't have. I should have provided spiritual direction, which is more important than the other stuff. Mm. And, and that's where I felt in, in my walk with the Lord over the last 20 years. Mm. I made a mistake where I thought buying a young man a pair of shoes is actually going to help him. Mm. It, it did, but he outgrew those shoes. Then he needed another pair. And then you supply that pair. When that pair of shoes stop, when you stop being able to supply, mm. the idea of who you are changes. So while you've got pockets with money in, they say, oh, this is my father. When that supply stops, what do they call you? You see, so I've learned out of this. I've learned that our nation needs um, spiritual guidance mm. into a place where they meet the heavenly father. Mm. When they've met the heavenly father, you will become a father figure and they will yeah. know who the heavenly father is. Yeah. So out of my, my need, also because I never had a father, I, fe- I felt for these kids and I'm like, yes, I can be a father and I don't have my own kids. So it filled something within me, so I, I can father these kids. And then it comes a day when, when, when you're not good enough. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm speaking to some young person out there. Maybe you've got a father figure. Maybe you've got someone that's not your real dad, but he's your stepdad. Mm. Think, why are you calling him dad? Mm. Is it because he gives you a, a, a place to stay and a, a food and you know, in your schooling? Yeah. Or is it that he loves you as his own son or daughter? Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of young ladies that call me dad. They, they, they say, you, you like my father, the father I never had. But over COVID, there was no, no communication. Mm. And I was like, okay, back off, let's see what happens. There was nothing from their side. Mm. It was all Dot and my wife, whose name is Dot, all from our side, giving, calling, mm. motivating, all this. At what age does that person now start to say, okay, maybe I should call that person and say, hey, uh, you my uh, idea of a father, how are you doing? Mm. Doesn't happen. So my, my thoughts are maybe we need to teach our nation first, what is a father? Mm-hmm. And the idea that they have in their mindset of what a father is, is wrong. Mm. They, they have that, that thing, oh, he's my daddy. Yeah. Why? Why is he your dad? You know, um, just because he supplies. Now, we know Almighty God is the, the, uh, a father in a sense that supplies all our needs. Mm. Okay, the Bible says according to his riches and glory. Mm. Okay, so does your, your earthly father have to do the same thing? Mm. No. There's some brilliant fathers that I've seen that have got nothing, but they are so amazing to their kids. Yeah. You know, and fortunately, the mother at that stage understands he, he might be battling, there's no work. But I've also seen the opposite, yeah. where women have kicked husbands out. They've, they've looked after that family for 15, 16 years. He loses his job. He loses mm. everything that yeah. he has. Guess what? You're not good anymore. But I looked, yeah, but you can't supply now. So they kick the husband out. Mm. What is it that you're looking for in a husband? When I do a wedding, I say for better or for worse. Mm. When the for worse comes, guess what happens? And I'm not just blaming women. Mm. There's men that do that as well. But do you love that person to love them through a period where there is nothing? Mm. And that's what love is. And that's what's missing in South Africa. We have an idea when I marry... The woman says, that man must supply my needs. Yeah. 
listen, we're living in the 21st century, 2022. <laughs> That's very difficult to do. It takes two people to run a home. Mm. Okay. Um, and same with the kids. Now your dad can't supply the things that you had before. Does he now not become your dad? You're not my dad because you don't pay for my schooling. There's a messed up idea in South Africa yeah. of who a daddy is, who a father is. You know? Yeah. And I'm, I, there's, I know there's teams of men, they go around and they do, um, they become a role model. And what they do is once a week they meet with a young man yeah. and the, or a young woman and they motivate them and they become their role model, bigger brother. Mm. One of the rules for that thing is you never ever allowed to give them money. Mm. If they ask for money, it's a no. Mm. So what happens is you, it's called a mentorship program. They mentor that young man, teach him the way to go, how to mm. do business, all these things. Yeah. And my thoughts are that's the way I should have done it. Mm. I should have mentored them, not tried to be something else that I'm not. Yeah. Um, there's there's an unwritten rule of every relationship on the planet Earth. When you get married, I know that we have the rules that we say, uh, do, do you take this woman to be your lawful bedded mm. wife, to love and hold and cherish through better and worse? Then there's something that most pastors say, they say that the woman must submit to the man. Mm. And the woman says yes. It's according to the word of God, okay? That thing doesn't come into play when there's a divorce. That thing doesn't come into play when there's no money. Mm. All of a sudden, I can't submit to you because I'm the one bringing mm. the bread in here. And that's where the problems come. Yeah. If you're in a godly relationship and you understand who is the head of the household, even if he's not bringing in money, guess what? Mm. Things will start to work out. Yeah. And perhaps your relationship has been through that test and it's failed. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if you want to add something. I know I've been talking and rambling on you, but yeah. I think I, I have a lot uh, specific with this uh, topic. Uh, I call it uh, lifetime abuse. So okay. when you 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 have a guy that impregnates a woman, yes, and then he he, he goes away. Uh, the woman is actually at the point where she's compromised because remember that she had the dreams. You know, she, she, everyone, everyone uh, has something, you know, that they, they're looking forward to. An amazing husband. Uh, you know. With a little house, <laughs> nice little cop, white picket <laughs> fence. You know. Yeah. So, uh, um, and I believe that uh, when a woman meets a guy, uh, one of the things that he believes about the guy, that this guy will help me to achieve That's also it. my dreams. So now what happens is that when the guy meets the woman, because, uh, uh, I mean, uh, for a woman to, to fall pregnant, I think there's a, it's a process. It's, it's not an easy, easy process, even mentally. Mm. I, can, I, I can imagine, you know, probably there are things that can cause a woman to fear my career and stuff like that. So, but what happens when the man goes away? What happens is that now she's disappointed. Because internal, her world has died. Yeah. You know, that world, one day I'll be this person. All I'll be, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 my child, because think about, uh, about women who are out there. I don't think they're all the same, but there are women out there who, who probably looked around and say, I don't want my child to be without the father. Yeah. But now they're at a point where they're facing the same situation because the father is no more there. And now a woman with a compromise dream or a woman that's actually compromised now the love that she gives to a child 
it's also compromised. Different. So, so it's it's bad. And I was listening to one of the guys. I think is is an economist from America. His name is uh, Thomas Sowell, and he spoke about. Um, he was correcting the whole thing about IQ that other races they have lower IQ and all that. And he said no, it's it, it's based it's a, it's actually based on how a child is being raised. You know, so you can actually imagine a child being raised by a compromised woman that's stressing out, not knowing how I'm going to feed my, feed my child and all that. So it's very bad because it compromises the woman at the same time it compromises the child, it, 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 the child, you know. And another thing that I've, um, that I've, uh, I've noticed, there is something that's very, very unique with the blood father. And it's amazing because even even Jesus, for us to be adopted, it had to be done through the blood. Yes. Because um, a child, honestly, the child is born through a woman, but into the father. So the child is born into the father. The person that's actually there is, is, is the father. And if the father, if at any time the father is not at home, you can see somehow, I believe, the, the, the environment, you know, a, a woman doesn't feel protected. With that, just yeah. that small moment can affect the, uh, the whole thing. And I love, I think it's in the book of Psalms where he says, um, a man who fears God, then will have a wife like a, 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 a fruitful vine. So which means the man is the ground that's fertile. And that ground actually allows the woman to be this vine, this uh, 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 a fruitful vine. But what happens when the man is not the man that fears God? <laughs> it's the other way. <laughs> so it, it, it actually starts with, it, it starts with men. And definitely when the man is not there, the woman is affected. The children will actually be be affected. So uh, I've in my life specific, I've I've seen these things uh, personal. I've my own being adopted, and you know when 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 you grow up without a father. In fact, let me, let me say if I, I I have two years or even one year, there's a there's a there's a space I don't have for a father for that moment. Yeah. So it's hard now to just take anyone and make that person to be my father, you mm. know, because that space was never created from the moment I was born. Now trying to fit in, it's, it's a challenge. I've, I've seen it with, with myself when I'm, I think I was 19 years or 15, 15 years old and I'm adopted. And this is a nice family. There's a father that struggled. I won't lie to you, mm. I, I struggled. I won't, I won't lie to you because I have, I don't know this life. I've never been raised this way. You, you, you see what I'm... So now trying to fit in something that I, I, I don't have a heart or a space. I, I don't have a space to accommodate. It takes time to change. Yeah. It takes time. So <coughs> I, I, I do understand uh, um, bad. Even even if you, you have to have a, 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 a child. I was in one of the, the markets and I saw this couple. But I could see that this guy, because he was drinking... Uh, with the lady where the child, I could see this is not the father of the mm. child, and I, I just thought that this is this this is not cool, you know, th yeah. this th this is not cool, because somehow it does affect the child, and especially when when the child finds out later, hey, 
That's not my dad. Yeah. <laughs> you're not my dad. It's, it's sad. It's, it's very sad. So um, I think that there's so much. If one of the things that I thought about when standards are compromised, there's confusion. Mm. When So the moment a child is born and the father is, is not there, the first day that compromise, there will be somehow confusion yeah. along the process. So we we have to be very, very, you know, careful with this because this is, is the most crucial thing. And just the last thing I will say is um, God never operates out of family. That's why when mm. when God saves us, the, one of the biggest blessings he wants to give us in, yeah. in, in a family. So, yeah, that's, that's me. So it's interesting because um, people would ask me, how did not having a father affect me? Mm. I want to tell you the biggest way, mm. the biggest uh, problem I had, it wasn't not having a father because as I got older, I started wanting to be a father to different children, okay? Mm. But it affected me so badly that when I started studying the Word of God and going through the Bible and that, when I used to read God the Father, mm. I had a distorted view of God the Father. Because mm. my father wasn't good on earth and he didn't supply my needs, he didn't give me the love, the attention that I needed. Yeah. The idea of God the Father was that I had a picture of God my father. Mm. So I had the picture of my dad, something was wrong, you just give you a hiding. Mm. Um, get drunk, beat the family, mm. do different things. Mm. So it affected me to a point when I had a skewed idea of the Heavenly Father. Yeah. And it took me very many years to come to that place where I thought, I realized, but hold on, God, my Father, mm. loves me. And even as a grown man, I battled with it. Yeah. So people say, yeah, but the Bible says, it's not what the Bible says, it's what I grew up believing. Mm. And, and coming from a Catholic background, uh, God was there with a big hammer, mm. boy, you're going to be crushed. Yeah. So later on, when I, when I was born again and I started following the mm. Lord, I still battled with that. I knew He loved me, mm. but if, there was, if I had done something wrong, I knew, I felt this, that God is going to just slam me down. It's going to take away everything that I have, and that's not the case. Mm. So then I found out that God had grace and mercy for me, mm. but it took me many years to get to that point. Mm. And so that's how desperately I was looking for a father, but I couldn't receive God the Father yeah. in His fullness. Mm. Till one day I clicked on it and it just changed my walk with Almighty God. Mm. It changed how I prayed for people. Yeah. I had compassion praying for people. Before, mm. I didn't have compassion. I just, like, I was demanding and commanding like I thought a father would. Yeah. Now, when I go to see someone or pray for someone, I have that compassion. Yo, this is a child of God. Mm. Do you know how much God loves this person? And perhaps there's someone listening today. You might be thinking that God is punishing you because yeah. I'm growing up in a squatter camp. I'm living in a, a shack. Or, uh, and, and I look at even wealthy kids. Mm. they got major issues. People, people that live in the squatter camps think that if I could only live and live like uh, those young people live in Santon, mm. I would be happy. Mm. It's the furthest thing from the truth. Okay, Happiness can be found where you're at right mm. now. It's the joy of the Lord that can be found right now. Mm. You know, um, I was thinking down the bottom here is a squatter camp behind the church here. And if you go there, mm. go and talk to those people. You might find that there's people there that are so full of joy. They're just mm. thriving with the love of yeah. God. And, and that's what I've experienced. Mm. Poor, poor people. And they just you can just see the faith yeah. of trusting God. Yeah. That the rich people 
And, and the Bible says that it's very difficult for the, the very wealthy to get into the kingdom mm. of God because they've never had to trust the Lord for anything. Mm. They're like, oh, well, I need a car. Let's go buy one. Mm. Oh, Lord, which will it be, the Porsche or the Lambo? <laughs> that person is, is you know, and, and I find, I'm going to tell you the story. I once counseled a man. I'm not going to use where and why mm. because the, the person might hear this. And he came into the room and he, he hadn't had combed his hair. He had a blue shirt on, similar to the one I've got now, long mm. sleeve. And on his pocket, he had an ink stain. And he, he had old, butter toughy school shoes on. Mm. And they were worn. The way he walked, you could see his feet were, his legs were like, you know, bowed. And looking at this man, I thought, yo, this guy's having a tough time. You mm. know? I counseled him the first week and the Lord said to me, tell him the reason why he's miserable is because he's not feeding the people that he's supposed to. He's supposed to be doing feeding schemes. Mm. I told him, he looked at me and he's, he, like, he, he looked up. Anyway, the next week I went to the same place. He was there and he looked a bit cleaner, but you could see it combed his hair. Mm. And I said to him, I was going, he said, I found my purpose. Mm. And uh, one day we were sitting somewhere and a friend of mine was sitting with me and this guy came walking. Mm. It was in a shopping mall. We were having coffee. And I greeted him. I said, I seen him. I said, I'm on top of the world. Mm. So I knew his name, but I didn't know much more about him. Mm. And this friend of mine said, do you know that guy? I said, yeah. <laughs> he said, do you know who he is? I said, yeah, I know his name. He said, but do you know who he is? I said, no. He says he's one of the wealthiest men in South Africa. Mm. I was like, what? <laughs> he said, yeah. This guy came to me depressed. He wanted to kill himself. Mm. He's, he's close to being a billionaire, not yeah. a millionaire. And I thought, what? Yeah. It changed the way I looked about finance. Mm. Because then I realized, hold on, this guy's got everything that mm. he possibly could even mm. dream of. Mm. He was so miserable because mm. he made it about him. Yeah. When you make it about others and you see the joy in a child's life and you, you just, you're just doing something sure. for someone yeah. else, yeah. that's life. Maybe you're listening to this and thinking, I don't know what the purpose for my life is. Make your purpose about others. Yeah. You'll be happy. I can yeah. promise you, you'll always be happy. Yeah. You'll have a joy that other people don't have. Yeah. Make it about, hey, I, I want to be a millionaire, really. Why? So that you can brag and drive a nice car? Go and sit with those people. Mm. They, they get to the, the pinnacle of their life and they realize they've wasted their life because yeah. they've got everything, but it means nothing. Mm. So this, this man is now, he's doing big stuff for the Lord mm. and he's got the joy of the Lord. His family are helping him. There's a lot of stuff happening there. Mm. So he also grew up with a father that was in the house. But the father never, ever said to him, well done, my boy. Mm. Well done. Mm. He says even when his father died, he still finds himself trying to achieve stuff mm. so that his father would be say one day those mm. words, well done, my young man. Mm. So we need to understand that being a father doesn't mean you have to sow that sperm. Mm. You can be the father to that young man, that young woman, just by loving them mm. and encouraging them. Mm. And then they might get to a stage in their life where they say, oh, but yeah. you're not my father. Yeah. I carry on loving those. Mm. Those that have said that to me, I still love them. Mm. I still pray for them. I still want them to thrive. I pray that one day the Lord yeah. just shakes them in a way yeah. and shapes them that one day they will say, you know what, yeah. I need to be a father or a mother yeah. to someone that doesn't have. Yeah. So the seeds that I've sown, even though mm. some have cut them off, the, 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 the roots are still there. Yeah. And they're going to grow in that. Yeah. I might not live to see that day, yeah. but I have tr faith in the Lord to say, you mm. know what, Lord, the seeds that I've sown, they, they will grow. Mm. And I've seen some of them have come back when they've hit hard times. Yeah. They've come back and said, 
PK, you know what? And they, I talk to them. I'm not, I don't want to hear, hey, please forgive me. I'm not interested. I forgave them the day they said those things. Mm. The day that they've been successful, the day that they got their own children, mm. the day that they're thriving, the day that they're running a little ministry or running a crash, looking after kids, helping. Mm. That's what I want. That's the thank you I want. Yeah. The greatest thanks I've ever received from someone was to see that person succeed. Yeah. That to me, I'm like, power. You know, the day I see them serving the Lord and they're on fire for the Messiah, then I'm saying, thank you, Lord, yeah. that I had my five cents in that person's life. So I want to speak this prayer over South Africa, that um, these young people that are looking for a father to supply their needs, that they will start to look for the father that supplies guidance, yeah. that supplies the road to the Father, mm. that they learn how to follow Jesus and to say, yeah, I have a mm. heavenly Father. Mm. That the, and there's young ladies out there, you're looking for an older man, uh, a sugar daddy, what do they call him, blessers, because you haven't got your own father. You got it messed up. The blesser is almighty God. He will bless your life. Stop looking for yeah. a physical blessing and opening your legs so you can receive mm. that. There's young men looking for sugar mommies, mm. saying, if I can just get an older woman that's got a... <laughs> they do that because they've never had a mother figure. Yeah. Don't do that. Look so, for the Messiah. Yeah. Look for Almighty God. His name is Jesus. Yeah. Start to serve him. Look for him. Seek. Bible says you seek, you will find. Yeah. And for those that are fathers that are, that are looking, I want to read you a scripture that, that, that you find guidance in this. That um, the Bible says this. And I want to end with this. It's in, in 2 Timothy 4.2. It says, preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort. Okay, what does that mean? And the, the rebuking comes when, that's when you'll see, is that person really your son or your daughter? Mm. When you say, don't do that, when you correct them mm. and they take it and do something with it. Do that. Don't be fearful of rebuking someone. Don't be fearful of correcting. Mm. And... Um, I just pray over South Africa that we do not look at our role models that are people that are politicians. Please do not look at a politician as your role model. If you've got a role model as a politician, you, all he wants is your vote. The day you need him and you phone and you pick up the phone and say, uh, sorry, Mr. Sonson, I don't want to start picking on polit politicians, but is he going to supply your need? Is he going to get up and come and counsel you? Mm. That's what a father does. Mm. He's not just the one that's got his hand in his pocket to say, yeah. here's your 200 rand for the week. Here's your cell phone that you can have uh, as a young lady. Mm. Don't sell yourself short. Your value is that you're a child of God. Seek first almighty God, and he will add all those other things. Yeah. I'm PK. Uh, don't just talk it, walk it. Walk, it. walk the talk. Amen. Active FM. Radio has never been better.